podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it as it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this, and they and you can add this to your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching clients seeking their second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. This week will make the seventh straight week, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, straight week, we are premiering the podcast on Tuesdays. For those of you who have been regular followers of the podcast, you know for the entire first season and the first half of sorts of this season, we would premiere on Mondays. But I tell you, between the end of the spring term and projects converging like the perfect storm, it was difficult to keep to a production schedule that would honor a Monday release date. Having Tuesdays as a release date has made putting out the podcast a lot more efficient. And we certainly hope that you're continuing to enjoy the podcast. And that goes out to our loyal listeners and certainly all our brand new listeners that come on board every week as well. The production schedule, end of the spring term and the beginning of teaching in this summer term last week really reminded me that time goes by without hesitation. And it's really, really irreplaceable. We could do a lot of different things with time. We could adjust what we do. We could maximize and even optimize our time but we certainly cannot replace it. We gotta show up, we must show up and be counted for the time we have, whether it's with work or with school, time with family, anything we make a priority does require us to show up and be counted. Now, in my teaching capacity, I primarily teach upper division human resources courses. These courses are part of the business program that we have at our institution And it's one of the five specializations we offer in our bachelor's program. The majority of students in which I teach are working professionals. You know, they're looking either to seek advancement in their current careers or really move into the human resource field altogether. Now, the students always ask every term, they ask me this question every term as to how do they break, what do they have to do to break into the human resources field? As we discussed last week with with Maisha Nelson, One of the most important things one could do to break in the field is to obtain and participate in a sustainable and optimal internship experience. This will enable the student to obtain some experience and start the process of networking in the field. In addition, I also advise students to join SHRM, S-H-R-M, which is the Society for Human Resource Management. Also, I advise them obtain an HR industry certification I also consider them even considering pursuing a master's degree in human resources. I also share with the students that since they are working, internships could be more challenging and they could also seek HR internships at their current places of business outside of their working hours. Whether they use tech networking tools or furthering their education or at the best case scenario, incorporate a combination of both The most important thing I tell students all the time is you have to show up and be counted. In my case, whether I'm running student town halls, teaching in class, or conducting information sessions, 
on my own or in collaboration with our career center, I always stress to the students that the tools are there for you to make the potential opportunities work for the best for them, work at, 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 their, at their best advantage. However, I always say that the key to having that success is to really proactively show up and be counted. You want that education? Show up and be counted. You want that job? Show up and be counted. You want that new business opportunity? Show up and be counted. You want to be successful in that reentry journey? Show up and be counted. You want to successfully complete parole, probation, get through the tough times that you're doing? It all starts with showing up and being counted. Sometimes my students, whether it be coaching clients or, or students that, teach, that I teach in my class, they sometimes look at me with a blank stare or the look seeking something more, such as a shortcut or that magic formula to get to that goal. There is no magic formula or shortcut when you show up. When you show up, you're halfway there. Your next step is really just to do it. Now, I also share with them that showing up doesn't mean that you have to do something elaborate. It could just be consistently showing up day in and day out, slowly but surely getting to the goal or the place that you desire to be. On your reentry journey or your life journey in general, there's always going to be a challenge or challenges that we all face that that show up at always either the right time or the inopportune time. They always show up, but we always have to face face up to those challenges. When I came home a little over 20 years ago, I have shared that there were numerous things for me to face and also being at the crossroads of what would be next for me in this new stage of my life. As I shared with you earlier, I remember when I came home, there were numerous papers. There was numerous job searches, you know, financial papers that were going in front of me, emails that had to be answered, just a whole lot of things literally and figuratively to get through, to go through, and to really just cross off the list. And, you know, in the midst of all that frustration, I have to once again go back to the wisdom of my mother. And I remember during that, there was one evening when I was going through it and just kind of looking at all this stuff and trying to see how am I going to handle this and how am I going to handle that? And she quietly brought a plate of dinner, a dinner plate to me. And she just told me to just to leave all of that for the, for the next day, leave all of that for tomorrow. And I remember looking at my mom and telling her, mom, just look at what's in front of me and what I have to do. This is so much stuff I have to get through. It's just overwhelming. And her response to my, to my really feeling overwhelmed of saying, this is just way too much for me. She just gave me a little smile on her face. And mom sat next to me and just said, I know. She held my hand and just said, I know, with that level of reassurance. But she said, but the good thing right now is that you're home. You're free. I don't have to go visit you at some remote location. At a, at a correctional facility, you're home, you're here with us, we're a family, we're together. And that makes me happy. But right now, just have your dinner and get some rest, because guess what? Tomorrow, all the stuff on the desk will still be there. And I have, and after you finish eating dinner, I have a secret to share with you. But finish your dinner and eliminate your hunger and have a clear mind. Because remember, when you have a clear mind, those problems will get taken care of. Wasn't too sure about if that was true, what mom was saying, as far as that the problems would go away eventually. 
But I listened. I, at least I said I could listen for the night and have and have dinner. So I put the papers away. I ate dinner. And then when dinner was over, I went upstairs and caught up with mom. And of course, the first thing I wanted to know was, well, what's the secret? And of course, part of it is, part of it was a curiosity to see what she would say. But the other part was it to say, okay, I want to hear what, what is this big, big secret of wisdom that she's going to share with me that I may not particularly like or not particularly think is going to be too great. But, you know, despite my doubting Thomas self, mom still entertained me. She just looked at me and then she shared it. And then she said she really had two secrets for me. So now it got a little more interesting. Now you got really two secrets. So the first secret she shared was the first step to solving the issues and showing up was to just stop and pray. So, you know, if I've told you this in the past, these conversations I've had with my mom, she would always say, all you got to do is pray. So she'd always say, you got to stop and pray. The second secret she shared with me is you can tackle all of those things as long as you make your to-do list, you know, a list of things that you got to do day by day. She goes, make that to-do list the night before. So if you have things to do on Monday, make the to-do list on Sunday night. So Monday morning, when, you, when you're ready to get to it, you're getting right to taking care of business. She was like, when you make your to-do list the night before, your thought process are completely clear the next day. And the next day, the list is just there and ready for you. It's ready and waiting for you. And what's it ready for you to do? To show up and be counted. You show up and be counted one step, one task at a time. And in that process, you're really showing up and you're being counted as you take care of things one step at a time. Now, that's not elaborate. It's a basic day-by-day -day victory. And it's certainly optimize my reentry journey, that basic day-by-day -day victory. It optimized my reentry journey. I had a, I was able to get through things, not being too stressed out, having that to-do list the night before. And those day-by-day -day victories optimize my reentry journey. It'll optimize your reentry journey. And it'll, obviously, it will definitely optimize your life journey. Now, of course, you know, I look back and think about that. Oh, I loved mom. And I loved her wisdom. I still love mom and I still love her wisdom today. But it's that love that inspires me to show up every day and be counted. If you think about it, there's someone in your life right now waiting for you to show up. You'll never know the difference that you can make and are making in someone's life right now at this very moment. Think about it. You're making the difference in someone's life, in many people's lives because you've shown up and, be, and, and have been counted. Think about it. You are making that difference. Now, another story is when I started writing my dissertation, I was encouraged and I was on fire to write about my topic, my topic on recidivism and post-release employment. Most doctoral students are not much different than the way I was. We are always thoroughly excited about our topic as not only it will put us in a position to graduate and get our doctorate, but we believe that our dissertation will change the world. This will be the greatest dissertation in the world that's going to change everything about studies. You know, no one's ever done this before, and we're going to be the one to change the world. And of course, I was no different. When I completed my dissertation, I thought, that's enough. That's my, lit that's my literary academic masterpiece that will change the world. And now all that needs to be done is for it to be read. I completed it. I graduated, successfully completed the program, 
But all those knocks on my door that I was waiting for and all the phone calls based on my changing the world dissertation that I expected to have the phone ringing off the hook, those knocks on the doors and those phone calls never came. The difference that I wanted to make was not happening unless I decided to show up. As I've shared before, the time period between me coming home and starting this podcast, I wasn't showing up, at least not in the way I thought was really making a difference. During the height of the pandemic last year, I had the opportunity to think through where I was professionally and what I wanted to do next. Starting the podcast and being more present in the criminal justice reentry movement was something I wanted to do. It's certainly something I wanted to do, but to show up required me to start over in new spaces around new people, be vulnerable and share my stories because there's a lot of people who don't know my stories and I'd have to be vulnerable and share stories with people and and on a worldwide basis that I've never shared before. And at the end of the day, it really was gonna require me to show up and be counted. I had to show up and be counted for those who I wanted to make a difference for, my family and loved ones, and certainly myself. It was exciting to think of what would be next. And it was exciting and scary at the same time. But I went back to what mom would say, have a good dinner, pray, and compose my to-do list the night before. So the next day, you could show up and be counted. Now, (laughs) I know, I know. You might say that doing the to-do list the night before, what difference does it really make? I'm here to tell you, it makes the difference. If I start tackling the day, tackling that day by going through what I'm gonna plan to do by the day, the seconds, minutes, and hours just just keep going by, and all the planning I'm doing for the day is just getting in the way because I'm doing a lot of planning and not a lot of doing. And all that planning, it, at the time in which I shouldn't be doing the planning, I should be doing the executing, as far as executing what it is that I want to do, that's getting in the way of reaching my daily goals. It's getting in the way of reaching your daily goals, your short-term goals, your long-term goals. So remember, to get that to-do list done the night before, If you got things to do Sunday, have that list done on Saturday. You got things to do on Wednesday, have that to-do list on Tuesday night. Get it done the night before. And then next day, you just, all you're doing is just making progress, crossing off your to-dos, taking it one step at a time. And of course, remember mom, all you got to do is pray. Don't forget to pray. Eat your dinner. And then that point, when you're starting off the day, you're starting off the next mission, you're starting off the next goal and objective, at that point, you're ready to show up and be counted. And I'm here to show up and be counted with you, and we'll do that together. So I'd love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or a coaching client or you're a representative of a business college or university. Please feel free to contact me via email. I'd love to get in contact with you at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or look me up on Instagram, DM me at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, you've been blessed to see another day, which means you've been blessed with your second chance. So it is up to you to make the best of it. I love you all. Take care. And I look forward to talking to you again next week.